Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Lisa Barnett. From questioning to knowing, what are the Akashi records talking to us about? She says that uh, from questioning to knowing 73 prayers to transform your life, the infinite and the infinite wisdom of the Akashi records. What are Akashi records? Prayers we need. <laughs> More than 73 right now. <laughs> we need them. But she's the founder of the Akashi Knowing School of Wisdom, where she specializes in teaching you to access personal soul wisdom and guidance to transform your life, working directly with your Akashi record keepers. She offers reading healing sessions to clear old contracts. Believe me, you want to get rid of those old contracts, I promise you. To release old karma and vows. Oh boy, have I got a vow that's got to be gone? and helping individuals align with their soul's path. Oh, I think you must be extremely busy right now, love. <laughs> Boy, do we need help. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I just realized I am booked solid for August already and, you know, and on and on. But um, it's a blessing to be able to be of service to people and to be able to bring this very enlightening work out to the world. So thanks for having me on and, and letting me share some of this information. Uh, well, you know, we were talking beforehand and in, in a lot of ways there's, you know, the Mary Poppins, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Well, we need a lot of sweetening at the present moment because um, we're really at that junction in life, aren't we? You know, the universe has, has woken us up you know, shaken us up, woken us up, asked us to step up and change it up. And we really are feeling rather shaken right now. We're definitely waking up to the fact that things aren't working and they do need to, uh, to change it up. But understanding that there's an invite for us to step up. But we can't do that if we're carrying old contracts that are weighing us down. It's, it's like you're carrying your whole filing cabinet around when all you need is a tiny fob of information that's relevant to today. And we need a lot of clearing out, don't we? So we can lighten up and truly understand what the knowingness is telling us in the now. That is one of the challenges that we all face at the moment, isn't it? It, it absolutely is. And I think as humans in general, you know, we've been uh, led to believe that this is all we are. We're just mm. this one little, you know, person, body, life, and this is all you have or know. And really the truth is, is that you are an infinite soul with infinite wisdom. And because all of us have lived hundreds and thousands of lifetimes on this beautiful planet Earth, and in other dimensions or realms mm -hmm. or worlds mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that we also have access to all of those memories and wisdom and information that we have gathered through, you know, millennia. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that 
is what's stored in your Akashic records. And so that is what I love to um, help people to be able to access so that when they have these big questions like, what did I come to do? Or is this the highest and best path for me? We can actually go into those, those records and say, what have I been? What have I done? And what did I write in my soul plan before I came to earth this time? Right, right. And sometimes through all the static, of the human DNA, the ancestral DNA, and then you know the uh, the Akashi uh, records of of everything that we've been before. Sometimes uh, what you're here to do gets mixed up in all that jumble, and it's there's a confusion. Well, I think I'm here to do this. Uh, no, 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 I'm not here. To, I think I'm here to do that. I guess not. You know, and it, everybody's in that self-discovery. What am I here to do? And sometimes just as you know, clearing the plate and having a clearer focus of what your core is here to do, because your core doesn't lie to you. It's what the core is here to do. Yes, yeah, Be beautifully said. Thank you, Sarah. Um, I completely agree. And so that kind of core aspect for this lifetime is what the Akashic Keepers have um, started to call your soul's plan. And so when we look at... Um, what we came to do now, again, those gifts and talents, the soul contracts, the people we came to support, the old learning and growth and karmic patterns we came to, you know, work through and complete. All of that is really written in your soul's plan. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, it is also related through, you know, throughout whatever time immemorial to other lifetimes, to other times where you have used those gifts and talents. And you said, oh, I want to bring some of those gifts back mm. to this life and this body now. So I always like to um, let people know that your sole purpose is not a job description. Yes. It's not one simple thing, or you would be bored silly, right? We have numerous, you know, um, gifts and talents, and they show up in different times. And so sometimes when we think this is what we came to do, but it doesn't work out, it may be divine timing. It may mm. happen mm. a little bit later. Right, right. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just maybe not right now. Right. right. And, and, you know, there's also this thing about, um, I'm just going to wait a second because somebody is moving something outside that's very thunderous and it sounds like an earthquake. <laughs> maybe the message is that. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes we, we go and do something, we're put into a position to do something. And we don't really, you know, I never knew I could do that. Oh gosh, that came to me so easily. I didn't know I have an aptitude for that. How did I know how to do that? And of course, it's always, you know, what's stored there. And if we get out of our own way and just kind of allow, we're, uh, all those wonderful gifts and lessons that we've learned along the way are all there, ready for us, to be used when we need to use them. Right, I agree. And, and often those gifts that come so easily to you, we overlook them. And it was interesting, just yesterday, the record keepers were saying something to me about that. Was, they were literally saying, 
remind people (laughs) (laughs) that those beautiful, you know, talents that are so natural, whatever that is, sometimes it's communicating. Sometimes it's, you know, being the listener, holding that space for other people to talk and to share, or maybe it's cooking. Maybe you're just a phenomenal chef since you were three years old and could get up on a little stool. And we often kind of forget about those as very profound tools and often here in some ways to either um, maybe you're using that in service or you're using that as part of your business or you're really um, taking that gift and looking at how can I really um, take that in a bigger way, right? Yes. If I'm a great writer, what am I here to write? If I'm a great um, you know, communicator or listener, who am I here? Am I to, here to be a therapist? Am I yeah. here to be, you know? <laughs> it's pay so. attention, isn't it? It's pay attention, you know, to, to what comes naturally. I mean, when we look at some of our youth today, um, I do watch a program called America's Got Talent because some of the people on there is just extraordinary, you know, young or old, you know, the talent that they have. But the young, you know, I'm 10. And, you know, singing a song that a seasoned adult like Ellis Fitzgerald will sing, you know, and and it's like an old soul in their body. You know, some as they refer sometimes, who did you swallow <laughs> you <know? laughs> to come out in you? And it's just that they're in tune, you know, with with the gift that was given to them is that somehow in this lifetime, it hasn't been blocked. It's come to the forefront. This is your lifetime's journey. Embrace it now. Don't wait to discover it down there by living by everybody else's expectation. Jump into this gift now and ride this wave because this is what you're here to do. Yes. And the other thing that I think is um, fascinating is that, you know, because I do a lot of Akashic Record readings and I'm a healer really at heart. So Mm -hmm. I love to get in there and clear old contracts or karma Mm -hmm. or burn up those old vows that don't, you know, serve you past life vows of poverty, crazy things like that. I've got that 50 lifetimes of vow of poverty and I've destroyed it and everywhere I come and every now and again, it creeps back up. (laughs) I destroyed you. (laughs) (laughs) And and because we're so ancient, we're very, you know, and you know, maybe there's another weird facet to that vow that we need to find. Yes. Yes. There was something in the small print. (laughs) But often, you know, we're here as really light workers. We're here to Mm. hold that space of love, compassion, understanding. And we can do that as, you know, um, a bank teller or in a grocery store or, you know, whatever, working in a corporation, whatever it might be as a lawyer or as a doctor. Many people have chosen um, to bring their healing gifts out again as nurses or doctors. Maybe they're naturopaths or mm-hmm. acupuncturists or herbologists, you know? So, um, you know, we, we often have these different ideas that it has to fit in this slot. Yeah. It doesn't, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still doing yeah. your soul work. I think that, I think, um, you know, you talked about dimensions and, and I, I'm often dancing on other different dimensions. And I know I obviously don't come from here and none of us do really, but some are more earthbound. But I think what we are 
uh, find it hard to believe is that we look at this vessel that we're in and it's extremely complex you know it's quite a, a work of art you know it's a, 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 a computer in itself and we think this is it and we forget that actually we are these beautiful universal beings made up of the universal particles that created the human to have a different experience to learn uh, something that maybe we cannot learn outside of, of a body. And I think if we kind of looked at ourselves as the spiritual beings having a human existence instead of the other way around, we would be more open to understanding how to use the universal energy, the loving universal energy and how it works and how it, it can allow you to do the work that you're doing, how it allows you to heal, how it allows you to see the Akashi records of someone. Because if we just looked at ourselves as human to human, well, how can you do that? I don't believe it. But when we look at ourselves from a spiritual being and understand it is the spirit coming through the vessel and understand the gift of that, and that's the gift that has allowed you to see, then we actually get out of our way and allow these things to happen. But we've got to change that perspective first, haven't we? Oh, absolutely. And it's such, the way you're describing, it's such a, a, a beautiful, perfect way to also work on forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. this is one of the big universal contracts, big group soul contract around the planet in so many different ways is to yeah. move into a space of forgiveness and of course to bring the world back into balance where the masculine and feminine energy are yeah. in perfect balance not one above the other but sometimes clients will come to me and they'll have had very challenging say childhood they had an abusive mm -hmm. parent or something really traumatic happened and they say how do i forgive that yeah and what the record keepers say is that when we can look at that person, not as a, a person, but as that soul who is having this human experience, who chose for some reason that we often will never know to, to have that experience, to be that um, abusive father or um, whatever, narcissistic mother. Um, and the interesting thing is when we go into the Akashic records and we kind of ask, why would I pick that? Yeah. They often will say, you wanted to learn about that. You wanted to understand what that was like because you and other lifetimes have been that yourself. Right. Yes. And this is the whole karmic wheel, right? We have to do all pieces, everything to understand it all, to move into that kind of expansive conscious state of understanding forgiveness and compassion. So when you can look at that, that soul, not the person that mm -hmm. was awful, but know that that is a huge, big soul who's having an infinite, um, experience and in this now moment, then we can start to go, okay, so whatever that choice was about, whatever my choice was about, really saying there's some part of me that want to learn something. So am I able to learn it yes. and forgive them and to feel compassion for everyone in this experience and everyone who has ever had that same sort of experience? 
And can I then utilize that and turn it into to love? So maybe I can be of service to someone else who is having that experience. Maybe I become a therapist to children who have, who have been in abusive families or, you know, whatever. Maybe we write a, a book about that experience and about forgiveness or, you know, right? So, so it's not unusual for these um, really challenging experiences to be part of our soul's growth and our soul path and purpose. And that may be to help other people who have that similar experience, right? So it's complicated. Yeah, I know. It's just as complex as the body is. You know, it, it is a complex system, the universal system. But yeah, I mean, how do we how do we have empathy if we do not relate to the pain you're going through? We're here to have the human experience. And the human experience is fear, is pain, is terror, is love, is joy, is gratitude. It's everything. And, you know, I also think that it's if a, if a soul is coming back, and I think at one point I might have been an executioner, you know, I just, there seems to be a memory there and horrify me today, couldn't do it, right? But I know at that time it was a soul detachment. You can't do that type of thing. You can't hurt other people so blazingly if you are attached to that soul love. So you know, it's understanding why do people do those things? They're detached. They're detached from the love, they're detached from the heart, they're detached from caring about anybody. So how do we bring caringness back into them? How do we ignite the heart and soul so they can see what they're doing is wrong, is harmful, and wish to forgive themselves and change? You know, sometimes that is part of the lesson in being here. Right, right. And I, and I completely believe that very often we um, maybe came in as the soul to help that person to wake up and to remember. I often will see this with, um, with clients who have had alcoholic parents or drug addicted parents where, where their sole contract with that parent had been to, for the child say, to be the love and to wake the parent back yeah. up again. And sometimes that works. And sometimes, you know, that person has either disconnected so far that literally there's not much of that soul left in yeah. that body. Yeah. That body's just kind of running on, on automatic and on some memory of pain. Yep. And honestly, sometimes, you know, we have entities and, mm -hmm. and, and other mm -hmm. energies that can take over a relatively vacant body. And so, um, or a dabbling body. I, I dabbled when I was young. I didn't protect mm. myself. I opened up far too much. Right. And the next thing I know, I've lost half of my body's blood. And then the next thing I know, I'm sharing a house with people. And they're hearing me in my room kind of speaking, apparently, in, in funny languages. And they come in, they're literally holding me down as my body is riling while I'm trying to tear myself to pieces. And these are football players and they don't believe in anything. And they're basically saying, leave her body! <laughs> so watching this. So yeah, body snatcher. And I think that was just purely because I was just opening up and dabbling too much without any form of protection along the way. And I'm caught an earthbounder. You know, somebody who doesn't realize they're dead, doesn't want to move on, just wants to get back into a body. So, you know, it, it happens, but you have to protect yourself. And I wasn't at that time. I was just too inquisitive. 
Right. Yeah, it's a very excellent point because I, I don't, that's fascinating because I almost never talk, you know, go to places of like entities and possessions. And <laughs> this you know, station we do. <laughs> you know, I don't like to be dark. I just, you know. <laughs> it happens. We've got to understand darkness and lightness are, you right. know, are the balance, right? And it's knowing it's been at peace in the darkness and being able to see the light, but not being trapped in the darkness and unable to get into the light. And, and awareness. I mean, yes, like you, say, you were just, sometimes we go, you know, dabbling about and you are certainly not the only one who, who has had that experience. Right, right, right. Yeah. A bit of entity clearing for people because yeah. it's not uncommon. And so really being conscious, you know, the record keepers um, really years and years ago gave me a beautiful little little guided uh, meditation, which we call rainbow shield. And you fill your whole body, your whole um, physical body and your whole auric field with your highest Akashic wisdom, light, golden um, cosmic energy. So you become a solid golden egg. Mm. And then we create, we really activate the the layers of the aura to create a beautiful um, shield for us because we want to walk around conscious. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, and protected and aware and open, right? I want my heart to be open, but that doesn't mean I need to let other people into my Right. Field. You know, I think it's not borders, it's boundaries. You know, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, that we don't want borders, it blocks, you know, anybody from coming. But you know, the boundaries is, is an energetic boundary. Okay. If uh, anybody below that particular frequency cannot enter. Because you know that they can they aim they, they can't rise up enough in order to enter. But if they did, they, it wouldn't be with with good intent, right? So it's um it's the boundary of having that uh, beautiful cosmic energy around you of protection, which right. of course at that time you know I wasn't. Yes, right. Yeah. And the big point of being human is to be a sovereign soul, right? <laughs> yes. Sovereign of your body. That means I own my body. This is my space. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is my land here. Yeah. And yeah. evict. <laughs> Then I'm aligned to my soul path, yeah. purpose, and what I've come to do and who I've come to meet and who I've come to support and love and work with and all of those great things. And we can connect because we're really in alignment with that um, higher, you know, whether it's your higher mind, your Akashic records, your divine soul alignment, source, all of, all of that really puts you in that place so that... Yeah. So that then you're very naturally on your path and it becomes less of a big deal. Yes. Have people in our head and people telling us what we should be doing and yeah. pulling us around energetically. Mm. We're confused. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know that um, I've had some past I had the vow of poverty, but I also know I've gone through a few centuries. I've been, you know, burnt as a wedge, torn and corded, you name it, because I know that, um, apart from that assassination thing or, or whatever I was at that point, which I think I became disconnected and I don't know which lifetime, but um, I've always been here to awaken people's heart and souls to the universe. That was my job when I came here. That's always been my job. Connect, connect. It does, it's not just your head down. It's open up and, and allow, you know, allow it to come through you. And of course, I was totally persecuted for it. And I think this is the lifetime for me to have to step back into, into core, uh, core uh, truth, but also in permission 
to be who I am and what I'm here to do. And, you know, it's taken me, you know, a number of years together, good half century, <laughs> to kind of step into it. And, and of course, now I'm doing it now by having people like you on that are opening up people's minds, hearts, souls, and spirits, clearing away what they don't need so they can tune into who they really are and what they're really here to do and understand that's what it's all about. But, but sometimes you have to wait for the energies to be right. And, and, you know, 2012, I think the energies definitely shifted. And since then have been shifting and shifting and shifting. And everything that we're seeing in the world right now with COVID, with the politicians, with, with, you know, lives that matter and everything else is this disruption we're seeing right now of this past life doesn't serve you anymore. <laughs> You're right. And it's time to step into into real meaningful purpose and stop dragging around old practices and old programs and, and old dictation that belongs to the past and it does not belong to the now or the future. Absolutely. We are, I mean, because we're, <clears throat> you know, we're creating a whole new timeline. Yes. Yes. <gasps> Thank God. It's really important for us to complete the 60s, which is what we're partly doing. Yeah. There was a lot of unfinished. So, so the 60s is really the beginning mm -hmm. of Aquarius, right? And, and so people were waking up. We were making those big moves, but the energy wasn't in right. quite in perfect alignment for yes. it to finish and, 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 for us to do, you know, to, to wake up and move into the fifth dimension back then. We right. had to go through 2012. We had to mm -hmm. break through that timeline so that we could continue on. And as long as I've been doing this work and, you know, I was um, born very awake. So when I was about mm -hmm. three years old, I realized that I was trapped back in a body. Yes. And I was actually not happy about it at all. Yes. <laughs> you can tell my mother that I wanted to go back. Yes. <laughs> what did you talk about? Go back where? <laughs> know, it was hysterical. My brother told me, she said, I don't know, mom and dad really thought you were kind of crazy. And I'm like, well, sure, they would. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and you have to be a little crazy to survive here on this planet. <laughs> it's a prerequisite. <laughs> so, I mean, I started studying as soon as I was like 13, as soon as I could read yeah. adult books. Right. And I was luckily, you know, at that point, I was, I'm, I'm old enough to have been growing up in the late 60s and those in the 70s in high yeah, school. Yeah, I was a 70s kids. chick, you know, my 20s and everything in the 70s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and yet, I mean, that was now. Yes. I, I remember those protests. I was, I was there in Chicago at the, the um, Democratic Convention that was such a riot. Mm -hmm. there in 68 in Chicago. I lived there back then. And so I, the record keepers keep saying it's completion, it's completion, mm -hmm. and it has to show back up. And this year, this, I mean, I knew back in January, February, I was like, demonstrations, maybe I'm going to end up getting out there and demonstrating. <laughs> How weird is that? You know, but then I was like, Ooh, riots, I'm feeling riots, I'm feeling a lot of turmoil. And mm -hmm. That's what the record keepers keep saying. It's about completion. So yes. we can look at it in that, again, bigger picture. Mm -hmm. This is a huge cycle from the 60s now, it, you know, into 2020. It's about completing this. It's about really bridging into the fifth dimension. It's about consciously creating and manifesting truly what we came to um, yes. create. Yes, it's, it's time to get on with it. You know, right. I knew I knew that 2020 something was going to be given to us that would unite us. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't know it was a COVID. I didn't know that, but I knew that it was here to unite us because there was a common goal. And, you know, we, around the world, has there ever been in the history of time where every country has had to face the same enemy, if you want to call it, or the teacher, same teacher at the same time. And, and, in, and some countries have learned it far easier than others, and some, some are still retaliating against the lesson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I go back that the, the word, the Celtic rune, de, um, uh, Hagas, disruption is always I'm, I'm a disruptor in in a way that shake things up you know because if it's not working for you you need to shake it up disrupt it in order to clear it um we're in that disruption right now and yeah it, it can be rather depressing when you're looking at it day in and day out uh people not learning people denying there is a virus you know the whole politics mudslinging that's going on people just not waking up waking up to the fact of um stepping up into the heart and soul you know, you know, just care, please have a little kindness for each other, you know, uh, and that that is the way that we need to go. That is the energy that we've been asked to go in. And we've got that retaliation against it. Like, you know, teenagers retaliate. I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. And, you know, and that's where we're at at the present moment. But it, it's all part and parcel of what needs to happen before we can find that equilibrium. And if it happened fast, it wouldn't take. So it's having to be a slow process because humans are quite thick to learn. I'm sorry. I'm calling it as it is. We're slow. We're slow. And we need the lesson over and over again before we finally get it. And, you know, this delay in, 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 you know, surviving COVID and uh, the reason of looking at even the politics right now and saying, where's common sense prevailing there? There is no common sense out there at the present moment. There's hysteria. But just like every tornado has a swirl, it has to stop at some point. And when it stops, what are you going to do now? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, you know, I completely agree that, you know, if it was a couple of weeks or a month mm-hmm. and we would just return back to life as old as it is. Well, yeah. But now we've, you know, everybody's invested in their home office yes. and not commuting. Who wants to go back to commuting right. hours a day? Yes. Who wants to, you know, and we see the, you know, the earth healing and, and more animals and more birds and more, you know, all yes. of us, we're seeing this huge blessing for Gaia and, yes. and for, you know, all of the, all of the plants and animals, including ourselves. Yes. And so, um, I, Why I, would we want to go back? No, heavens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I'm blessed to have worked from home. My life hasn't changed. So I know, you know, I'm probably in the minority, but I'm sure who wants to spend an hour a day on stuck in a freeway or right. more, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, it's bad for everything. It's bad for the human body, psyche, you know, the physicality, the planet. Why do these things? And, you know, the interesting thing to me when this happened, um, many years ago, the record keepers had said, we're going to return back into smaller communities. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I would get these images of these kind of, you know, small communities. And, and I, it was interesting because I think, you know, I actually live in a, 
a, a kind of a more planned community that was built back in the 60s. And um, all the hills around the little valley are open space. You can't build on them. And when they built this, there was a little shopping center with a grocery store and, you know, community center and swimming pool and schools. And it was, you know, like self-contained. Yeah, we had some great foresight back in the 60s. Yes. So I thought, oh, isn't that interesting? I, and I really don't leave very much. I had a little healing center down at that little um, shopping mall years ago. And um, anyway, but the record keepers would say, this is where we're going back. And I would always think, really? How the heck is that ever going to happen? And then when COVID hit, they kind of laughed and said, this is how. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, right. I mean, we couldn't have figured it out. No, you know, it's wonderful to be international. It's wonderful to travel and learn new cultures. It's lovely to reach out to other people in different places of the world. But what we are doing is ignoring our own backyard. We're not taking care of our own communities. And I would say the village is only as strong as everybody's participation. Everybody in the village has a job to do. And when somebody falls, the village picks them up. When a child is born, the village raises it. When, uh, when somebody celebrates, the village is there. And the village protects and nurtures itself. And I think we're going back to that village mentality, which doesn't mean that we don't want anything to do with the rest of the world. But we need to insulate a little before we expand out again, because what we were doing were expanding out and ignoring our own patch. So the gratitude for the land underneath you at the present moment is where we're at right now. And here in BC, they, um, we're closed off borders to the States and to other places. And we're saying BCians, see your own British Columbia. It's beautiful. Instead of going overseas, Mexico, this and that, holiday in your own beautiful British Columbia. Right. And and be awoken to to where you're at and be supportive of your own community. And I think that's the invite at the moment. Yes. And it does. It really um, that's interesting because, you know, both over um, over the summer, uh, both my husband and I have July birthdays. And so we decide to do little, you know, little weekends away, two hours here, yeah. four hours there, right? Northern California is beautiful. We went up to Mount Shasta, hiking up the mountain, gorgeous, you know. <clears throat> went to a small river up north in Mendocino County. I mean, just really enjoying, yeah. again, the same thing. And when we invest ourselves in that, we also invest in protecting and caring yes. for us. Yes, right? yes. And so yes. it's important because our national park systems and our state park systems need our love and support and attention. And I think if local people can yeah. really focus on what's there, maybe they're going to honor it and want to keep it more then let it go to some, you know, big conglomeration that wants to run it like a big business and, you know, drill in the back 40. So Yeah, which we, you know, we're under your present government, you know, yeah. they would change everything into a coal mine or a gold mine or, or um, you know, hunting lodge, you know. Yeah, so uh, we have to look at, there is no going backwards. We learn from our past. We learn from our history, knowing our cashy records. We know, okay, all right, now I understand why I'm always thinking this way or why I keep being propelled to go that way. But I know it's wrong, but I understand where it's coming from now so I can deal with it. Yes. I can delete it and I can take charge and, and choose a different direction. But if we've got 
society is still demanding that we go backwards in time, which is not what we're talking about. You know, we're talking about connecting with one another in a smaller community rather than just the global. We do this globally, do this globally, but locally reach out to your local people. Um, it is the time for us to really look at what's working and what isn't. And just as we need to delete some of those Akashi records in our own lives um, and just take the skills and the tools and the wisdom with us that really helps us forward, society, governments and industries are all having to do the same, you know, taking stock of what's working and what isn't. Uh, do you work a lot with business people? Because I've done an awful lot of business shows and what, what really warms my heart to hear is that people are going into businesses and industries and big corporations now and saying, where is your heart and soul in the business? Because mm -hmm. if you're putting profit mm -hmm. at the top at the expense of people and planet, then it's time to turn it up the other way and put people and planet on all life forms first. The profit will come. But if people can't see your heart and soul and commitment to your business, why should they do business with you? Yes. They don't yes. want to be treated like a dollar note anymore. Right. No, it, it's, it's so fabulous to see that happening. And the interesting thing is, is that your business, if it's your, um, your own business, say, will also have an Akashic record. Yes. <laughs> it is very aligned to your soul. And so yeah. I do business readings and often it is about, mm -hmm. um, it, people will ask marketing questions and it's kind of mind blowing mm -hmm. how much marketing information the Akashic records have for us because it's about soul alignment. It's yes. about what's the highest and best good for you, for your business, for the people that you're serving, for you know whatever that might be bringing out into the world the highest and best way for you to do that of course always in alignment to yeah. divine um source to love to you know compassion and so it's very beautiful to work through you know um the akashic records of your business and yes. that's how i've built and grown my business right right, right. So, yes so, from the soul up right. <laughs> yeah Absolutely. this is a wonderful time right now for people to review their lives, mm -hmm. to, to look at their lives and go, all right, I may be good at that, but is my heart in it? You know, um, I really am good at that, but could I do it in a different way so I can have more quality time with family or with friends? I, I, again, talking to so many people and saying, I used to work the 12 hour days. I do the same thing now in four hour days and go and do what I love. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it is waste going to work between yeah. three hours of commuting. And, yeah, uh, you know meetings. And yeah, all. yeah. We're, we're getting more to the point, but we're also just like you know, saying earlier about the talk shows where the, in the studio there were three or four minutes, and you know, da 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 da, and off they went. Now it's done through Zoom. People are are in their own homes. They're you know in their own comfort, and now the conversations are so much deeper, right? And so by doing a zoom call you can be more relaxed than everybody around the desk you know and kind of what's the boss going to say you know and and have that people are more relaxed and more able to kind of really speak out and and speak the truth and get more done it's we're stepping into efficiency yes. right yes. efficiency of time efficiency of product and realizing the balance we need is that i may love i love what i do I love what I do, but I've got to have a balance of something else I love to do outside of this. Otherwise, it's out of balance. Right. 
Yes, absolutely. And, and we really, you know, we have come to be human. Also, we have come to experience the joy and the beauty of this gorgeous planet, right? So that certainly means that we have very physical bodies. Yes. So it really does mean, you know, being outdoors and communing with mm. nature and, and, you know, being physical, whether you're hiking, you're boating, you're swimming, you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're enjoying the beauty here, the energy, the, you know, and, and just that for grounding. Yeah. And for clearing is the easiest, most amazing way, right, to create beautiful boundaries. Because when you are out in nature and you're hiking or swimming or out in the water, whatever you're doing, you're actually freeing your field of also other people and old sticky energy. Yes. And so there's nothing like getting out in nature for a good energy cleanse, actually. Yeah. Oh, I agree. You know, I, I moved to Victoria two and a half years ago. And... Um, you know, Vancouver is a beautiful city and I've lived all around it. absolutely loved it. But it was getting to me too staticky for me, you know, and I just couldn't feel settled anywhere. And um, so I came to Vancouver Island and where I am, I have a rooftop here, a rooftop there, and then just trees. They are always moving in the breeze and they bring the water's air up to me. So water, trees and air are so important to me. They must constantly be in movement around me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's also finding that soil that speaks to you right and if you live in a high rise then make sure you get out somewhere a park along the water somewhere where you can be amongst nature the trees have always got so much to tell you <laughs> and the water and the current and the waves are always speaking to you and the wind is always clearing you or guiding you forward tap into those resources yeah. It's easy, you know, yeah. and it's free. Really, yes, right? yes. <laughs> and so, you know, to me, one of the one of the um, great gifts, of course, of this time of actually most of us having more time because, again, yeah. we're not spending so much time running around and, and in meetings and driving and commuting and all of the and shopping and all of the kind of craziness that was really took up so much of our time. But really being able to spend more time you know, grounded and in your heart, maybe meditating or doing some yoga or like watching these wonderful shows. Yep. Listen and watching. You can listen to them as you're on a hike. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so, um, but I love to teach people to access their own Akashic records mm. because when you can go in, to me, it's like looking at the earth from the moon, right? Mm. You're standing in a, in a big mud, mud puddle and it's pouring rain. We may not be feeling very good or very happy, mm. but you take that little rocket ship to the moon and you look down at this blue green planet yeah. and it's just gorgeous and you have a total different view and concept and your heart opens and so to me going into your akashic records is like that mm. you're seeing the huge overview you're you're seeing many of the amazing lives you've lived at which is so validating for us when yeah. we want to start something new maybe you want to go and and write a book or teach something or start a a podcast or whatever it might be and you go look i've actually been that before not yes. just once i've been yes. that 10 different times in different ways that's your we, deja vu right <laughs> I, can do it. 
I've done it. I can do it. Yeah. Because often people are stuck and, and we feel like, oh, who am I to be a healer? Exactly. Who am yeah. I to write a book? How do I know? You know? And so we stop ourselves by believing we're, we're little small human beings and this is it, right? But when you go, I've done that 10 different times. I can do it again, no problem, right? So we don't know what we can do until we we allow ourselves to do it. You know, I mean, I started um, podcasting eight years ago and seven years ago, my own network. I didn't know anything, you know, technically. Yeah, (laughs) and somebody helped me in the beginning. Then it's, well, you've got to do it on your own now. And then, you know, somebody said, you've got to do video, Sarah. And it's like, you know, and it was like, okay, all right, I'll just do it. I know my limitations, you know, uh, know, uh, background stuff, coding and things like this, forget it. No, Um, but, you know, uh, it's amazing what I've learned to do. And, and that's the thing is that we don't know what we can do until we allow ourselves to try. And then we go, hey, this came to me a lot easier than I thought. I must have done this before. Right. Or, or, you know, oh, I remember this. I tried this in another lifetime. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're reclaiming future lifetimes, right? Yes, yes. There is no time and space. It's all that amazing quantum field of the all. So, yeah. I'll, I'll pick that out from another lifetime, that out from the future. Yes. That out from the like a little schmuckers board, right? A buffet. <laughs> exactly what I love to teach people to do and say, yeah. oh, you can reclaim all of this good, all of this, these gifts, these talents, these memories and wisdom. And when we see it, that big picture, all of a sudden it takes a lot of the charge off the little story that we might be stuck in. Right. The human story. It's an easy way to kind of go, Oh, I'm so much more than that. This is a little blip. This is something that's been going on for two days or maybe it's a year or two years, but in the scheme of things. Yeah. It's it's a drop. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And, and you know, the thing is when you allow yourself to have memories, you know, um, I, I know, um, I can remember things in Atlantis. I can remember things in the Mayan, um, and it's, uh, you know, it's specific things here and there. You never have the whole picture, but it's, it's just knowing that, you know, you, you are an old soul. You keep coming back because you've got a contract to fill and uh, you're here to do it. And you're going to keep coming back and keep doing it until you, you've done it. Right. You know, whichever way you know, that didn't work last lifetime. Let's come back and try it a different way. <laughs> or what am I learn, meant to learn here in this lifetime? And I think, as you said before, you've got to go through all of the spectrums, you know, the people that aren't connected to the soul, the people that are injured by others, um, because you have to understand the human condition of all the emotions and everything to actually understand what our instrument is here and how we need to play it. Um, Because if if not, otherwise, how are we going to understand? How are we going to have empathy? How are we going to connect? How are we going to relate? (laughs) And that, if anything, is the big purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Is, Is... to awaken is, you know, if you want to look at that big, big picture. Um, But also the record keepers say that you write that complicated soul plan, you write 25 or 50 um, soul contracts with different people, you have karmic patterns you want to um, learn about, which means some maybe challenging experiences, but you want to learn about that so you can understand it and complete it and be done. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, as well as not have to repeat, (laughs) as well as those gifts and talents and things we want to do, like our job or, or what we're going to talk about or teach or write about, or, you know, whatever kind of work we are called to do, but that whole soul plan, that's your purpose. It's a job description. It is all of those people that you came to support and all of that soul growth and all of those gifts and talents that you'd like to share, but it's your life is your yeah. purpose. Yes. It's your calling, right? Step into that calling. Uh, you know, a, a, a conductor needs to know how to play every instrument, mm-hmm. right? You know, may not play them well, but at least knows how to play them in order how to conduct them. All right. And even knows needs to know the player in order to know what to bring out in them. And so what are you? Are you the conductor? Are you just the instrument? Are you the tangerine, you know, the triangle, not tangerine, (laughs) you know, and it doesn't matter what role you're in this lifetime. You're in it for a reason. Learn, learn. That's what you're here to do is learn. And whether this lifetime is just a learning one or whether this lifetime is to um, learn into practice into a calling it's just go with the flow and be open and ready to receive don't get stuck in the human condition because we can oh my god do we (laughs) (laughs) and i think at this time in particular people are either waking up because they're like this is so crazy this can't be real right and so we're having that epiphany you know that this is not really real let's create something new or we're getting really weighed down and, yeah. and stuck in the emotional pain and the trauma and the fear. Maybe you've lost your job and are really mm-hmm. feeling. And, and so that, that can be the, the part that sticks you. But of course, the Akashic Record Keepers are always saying, keep looking at the bigger picture. Know this is not forever. Know that this is a small, finite amount of time. Even though four or five months can feel like forever. Yeah. We know it's not, especially when we're in our 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. We're like, okay, four months. A drop in the bucket. Yeah. I have a show out this week, which I do do myself in Sarah's view of life every week. Um, I just do a perspective. And sometimes I literally just press record and see what comes out. And this week it was on failure. Um, And, you know, failure is just a redirect. And, you know, for me, failure is when you give up. Failure is when you don't get back up. Failure is when you don't try. But this so-called thing of failure, it's, uh, you know, try and try again until, until you get it right. It's, I just look at them as redirects. I go down a cul-de-sac, it's a dead end. Is that a failure? No. I know next time to pay attention to the sign, you know, <laughs> or maybe I was meant to go down there to meet one person or learn one lesson, right? Take it with you. Um, you know, uh, I go and do it this way for a vision I have, and I go and do it that way, and it doesn't work out. That doesn't mean the vision is wrong. It just means the way I'm meant to do it is not yet right. So everything is that redirect. It's like the cha-cha-cha, you know, uh, the step this way and the step that way until finally you get into your rhythm and you go, aha, I'm on the right path. I'm on my way to, to completing that vision now. But if you're not willing to do the dance and you just give up and sit out and say, I, don't, I can't get it, I, 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 then you're not going to achieve anything. That's failure to me. Yeah. Everything else is just a lesson and a redirect. Yes, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I would say, yes, we, we come to discover. And yes, learn, right? yes, and so yes. If I, if I could just keep saying, 
Well, I didn't discover the highest and best way for me to do that yet. Yes. I'm, I'm open, okay? If you need to give me a kick in the butt to put me on the right track, it's all right. <laughs> because sometimes that's what we need, right? Sometimes it's the old cosmic two by four, you know? Can you hear me now? <laughs> that's right. And, and really, when we look at that opportunity, and, you know, for me, I mean, I've had a couple of those in my lifetime. Yeah, yeah. I spent 15 years in advertising. I gave up all of my conscious spiritual awareness that I had from the time I was three until mm -hmm. I was about 23. And I had a, um, two of my best friends died. And I thought, well, I'm not going to do whatever it was I came to do. I was very stubborn. <laughs> you know, take a flying leap and I'm going to go to work and I'm going to make money and I'm going to travel. I'm going to have fun. And I literally did. I just went, did a 180 and, um, and I did that for 15 years. And you know what? It was, it was good. It was great. I learned amazing things. Yes. I traveled. I did all those things. You had the human experience. Exactly. Right. And until that, that, again, Cosmic 2 by 4 came along and, and took me out and I became very sick. And, mm -hmm. and it was that that woke me back up again. Yeah. So sometimes an illness or an accident or a job loss or whatever it might be that we tend as people to think, oh, that's awful. You know, you're like, oh, thank you, God, for, you know, redirecting me, for stopping me long enough yeah. to get back on my spiritual path, to get me out of advertising. Yes. <laughs> and then martini lunches in 14-hour days long enough to get wake back up again, right? Right, exactly. And exactly. So looking at, at some of those challenges in that, again, that positive light, like, okay, so what am I meant to do? What, you know, and when we're open to receive that, we're open for those new yeah. doors to open, they do. And then we just have to be kind of, you know, conscious about them. Um, so it, you know, it really is the opportunities looking, looking for that, you know, what is that next highest and best step? Where is that darn door? I know there's a, something <laughs> coming, right? Hey, I'm willing to go through the window. I discover what can, and, and I think that for us at this time in history, staying in our hearts and staying positive, really? Mm. Highest and best thing we can do is to, you know, be that gratitude. I'm so grateful that it's sunny and not too hot today. Right, exactly. <laughs> Simple things. And, and yes, for a lot of people, you know, who are who we have turned our gratitude to, you know, the 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 shopkeepers and uh, the the truck drivers, the the front line workers, uh, the sewerage people, all the people that we put down as a lowly job who have been our heroes, yeah. you know, and forget about the rich CEO in the ivory tower. Why are we admiring them? The people that have gone to work despite this, put their own lives at risk for us to make sure we get food on the table or make sure that we're being taken care of um, are the heroes right now. And so what we're looking at in gratitude, in value of those people, it then gives them a gratitude and value of who they are and think, well, maybe I can actually do something else. I'm not just this. Or, you know, where else can I take this? and not just be stuck in one position. Um, it's a great time for questioning. It's a great time for self-discovery. It's a great time to know your Akashi records because this is the time to take stock. It's the time to have a look at it and go, you know what, that contract can go. Yeah. You know, I've carried it for too long. I, I completed that or I just redirected. Um, but these ones, these ones I want to ignite because these are the energies that I'm needing right now. 
Yes, and that's the way we will create the new earth. Yes. I absolutely believe yes. that that's what we're all here to do. And yes. that, that consciousness, that awareness, mm -hmm. that, you know, it doesn't mean that we don't get sad or depressed or bored <laughs> or frustrated. It doesn't mean that we don't have those human experiences and emotions. And we came here to be that. And so it's important that we actually experience them when we feel them so that we can let them go and move on, not just stuff them and pretend we're fine, you know, right. just around with a smile on your face if you're feeling crappy, right? So it's like, okay, let me feel bad for a couple of days. Let me, let me sleep. Let me rest. Let me go sit by a tree. Let me walk in nature. Let me let that wind clear yes, my yes, yes. Field, right? And then I can come back and maybe regroup, do a little meditation, you know, and, and, and go, okay, so now what? Now yeah. what? And it's a beautiful question to just Ask your higher self, your Akashic record keepers, what's next? What's the highest and best next thing for me to do today? And sometimes it is going for a walk or mm. taking a nap. And sometimes it's, you know, watching um, a, a video or a teleseminar where you might learn something new. It might draw you into doing something that you were thinking about but were afraid of, right? Maybe, maybe I'll actually join that that little book program and, and start to write and see how that goes. Right. Just yes. explore, <laughs> explore. But the thing is, is get out of your doctrine head, get out of the, what's expected of it, but I should be, uh, society says I should do this. Um, I am meant to have achieved this by this time. Get out of that. Get out of that. I'm always saying to people, you must feel your thoughts. Don't have your thoughts create your feelings. By feeling your thoughts, you're understanding what the soul and the heart and the spirit is saying to you and your mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. You have to empty the head out and step into the feeling of loving yourself, of being in tuned with yourself, open and ready to receive, not with a dictation. I, in the next five minutes, I want you to download, da, 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 da. it don't work that way, folks, <laughs> right? You've got to be open to receive without dictation. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And it's exciting. You know, yes. so I just love to go to, you know, take that fear and shift it to excitement and, and see how exciting it is to create a new world to create the new earth to say, you know, I know it's time. What can I create? What do I desire? Yes. Right? What does my heart yeah. desire? For because me? it is that energy and that desire that it becomes the new brick, you know, in the building of this new earth. It, it's, you know, no, it's not government. It's not organizations. It's not in West. It's us. We are the solution we seek. Go in, Step out in your beautiful divine energy. Be what you are here to do and you will be what this earth and what we need as a human race. And then you will start seeing some equilibrium, some balance, some harmony. And you will know, hey, I was a part of that. And my ingredient was a part of that. And that's what we're here to do, to understand we're all in it together and we've all got something to contribute. Yes, and so beautiful. And then as we go on and we'll think, look at what we created together. Yes, right? yes. It's very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> now, for someone to get hold of you and go, okay, 
all right, I'm, I'm open and willing to, to look at my Akashi records. What do I have to do? You know, because, you know, people have kind of got the thing, they saw the head open and go in there and <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, what, what do you do? How do you do it? You know, what's, what is your, your workings? <laughs> so a few different things. I do Akashic record reading and healing sessions for clients so many people just would like to get some answers on those big questions. Sometimes it's about, is this um, soul contract complete, you know, or, or what is my next step? And am I really on my path and purpose? Or what else does my um, soul plan have to say for me, right? right? And also we can do a lot of clearing of that old past energy, whether it's a, a painful childhood, or maybe it was a challenging separation or divorce or past life, you know, where we got those, uh, all those lives where we got our heads chopped off or burned at the stake, yeah. you know? That energy can can keep us stuck yes. and afraid of moving forward. And we can clear that very easily in the Akashic Records. So I do that as um, part of my, my Akashic consultation and healing sessions. And then I love, love, love to teach people to do this for themselves mm -hmm. because it is such an amazing empowerment tool. Mm -hmm. And that means that I teach you um, I have a home study class. I will do another online workshop in October. And um, what that means is I teach you my five-step wisdom prayer system. It's not about learning to meditate for hours. Um, we're not, you know, we're not kind of asking and hoping we're getting the records. There are access prayers that the record keepers have given me to help just move people directly from here into their records to be able to talk to and communicate with your record keepers, the beings of light who have been keeping your record keepers throughout time, your records throughout time. So that's an online workshop and you can find that under um, products on my website. So I'll, my website is akashicknowing.com. And I don't know, do you want me to spell it? Do you have Yes, do that for people who are just listening. Okay. So uh, of course it's www.akashic is A-K-A-S-H-I-C, knowing, K-N-O-W-I-N-G. Dot com, akashicknowing.com is my website and you will find consultations and classes and home study products and tons more information. I have the two books are on the website. Yes. And so there's always a free gift there for you. So if you just want to go check it out, download my free meditation and learn more about the Akashic Records and how it can really empower you to transform your life. Well, you have two books from um, questioning to knowing the 73 prayers to transform your life. And then you have the infinite wisdom of the Akashic records. Messy um, <laughs> little books. I have all my posted. I use them all the time. So this is all of my notes in my book, <laughs> which is kind of fun with a foreword by Jack Canfield. If you know the oh, author, yeah. Yeah. Can speak for the soul. he wrote my foreword. Nice. And, the infinite wisdom of the Akashic Records will um, start to teach you how to access the Akashic Records for yourself also. And they're both available on Amazon, really, I think all over the world, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So, um, thing is, is, we know that 
you know, it, it kind of reminds me of um, Lord of the Rings, you know, when the elves are saying it is the time of man as the elves go sailing off. And I think it's, it's the time of soul, you know, to step in um, for man has not learned his lesson. And, you know, we, we cannot go on on this planet, in this universe, um, with the destructiveness of man in the, in the way that they are. And we have to look at bringing about uh, the love. Simple. It's, it's corny. It's simple. It's syrupy. It's love, folks. It's love. It's a higher frequency when you are in that state of vibration and of love you can't knowingly do any harm to anyone else or to yourself. Everything is about that higher vibration and of wanting to serve others, wanting to help others, wanting to, to care for others. And that means you've also got to care for yourself. We're in this beautiful transition. And the more we take accountability and responsibility for our own Akashi records, for our own soul, for our own hearts, our own choices, the more we're going to be you know, part of the solution to the planet and this massive shift that is happening right now and has to shift because I don't know about you, but I know as a planet, we will not continue on um, as earthlings on this planet under the current um, state that we're doing it in. We have to let the hate, the greed um, and the fear go because it's literally killing our planet. I completely agree. And I, I even would say that even though we made it through 2012, which was a little on the iffy side, right? There was that great possibility of World War III that would have blown us up. If we don't make this shift now, you know, it's never a done deal, right? There are tons of different timelines and possibilities out there. And that's why really we never tell the future is because mm. the future is only one possible future yes. if I stay exactly on this trajectory. But if I move one degree, right. I'm going to end up in a very different place. And so it's the same thing with, with humanity, right? With all of these timelines, you just could imagine there's 180 timelines stretched out in front of you. Which one do you want to be on? Right. right? Mm. And which one says, I'm going to create this beautiful new earth filled with love and consciousness and awakening. And that is what I really believe that all of the light workers have shown up yep. now to do. Yep. And, and so many people are waking up. And so it's beautiful. And so if you're just, if a, a a person who is just having that kind of awakening experience where you're going, Oh, I think there's more to life than just a new car and um, <laughs> a new outfit, right? Yes. <laughs> that epiphany, then, you know, definitely check, <laughs> check yes. us out, check out the Akashic records. And, and, and from questioning to knowing the 73 prayers to transform your life, is a beautiful book because it really explains a lot about how we work as souls and really all of our lives, our past lives, our soul contracts, and, and so many, 73, prayers to help us to release the fear, the blame, mm. the guilt, the drama, you know, the anger, the hurt, that all of their 73 prayers felt like that. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and we need all 73 of them. It'd be lovely if we can just say two or three and that's it. No, <laughs> we're talking humans here. We need 73. You know, I've, I've, we're in the writing. That's yeah. somehow what I downloaded. Yes, yes, yes. I've got a couple of new ones I've written. I'm like, oh, well, I'll do a 
you know, addendum or something at some point, right? Yeah, the next, the next uh, copy. You know, I said since 2012 that the, um, you know, the, the fifth dimension really came into play. And there were some of us that were woken up or, or were literally, you know, woken up at birth that we knew that we were ahead and we had to open up those doors. And I always said that the, um, we're in the third dimension now, but that fourth dimensional bridge was an invite to wake up and walk forward. And there were plenty of fifth dimensioners there to help you along the way and now a lot of those fourth dimensionalists have become fifth dimensionalists and helping others on the way but i said at some point the fourth the bridge is going to break away from the third dimension and if you're not on the bridge you're left behind and i think most certainly that bridge is, has severed now and this is why we're seeing so much unrest because it, they're kind of lost souls completely and there's no connection nowhere to go now because they just wouldn't take um, wouldn't take the journey when invited um, and now we're you know as I said before you can't harm somebody if your vibration is higher and now we're all moving into that higher realm and uh, and that's where we're going to exist and that's where the universe and the planet wants us to exist and we have to there is no question about it if we want to survive here on this planet we have to rise up yes yes and and it's amazing. <laughs> and that's the thing is, where, why you make it such a struggle? Look at it as, you know, we're, we're exploratory creatures. It's yeah. all about our own self-discovery. What am I really here to do? Gosh, I, I, I had that aptitude in a past life. I wanted to ignite it in this life. You know, be, be in that discovery of what your gifts are. And, and then just immerse yourself in them and share them. That's what we're asking you to do. Right, right. And I think it's helpful when people um, can let go of, again, and the old pattern of right or wrong, yeah. you know, good or bad. So it's not, so if you try something and it doesn't feel right and it's not syncing up and, you know, maybe you say, hmm, I'm not sure if it's not the right time or maybe I, maybe it would be helpful to find a perfect, um, business partner that I have a, yeah. a, a lovely support contract with, you know, so, and if it doesn't work, it's like, oh, wow. Next. <laughs> another, another direction. Oh, yeah. Wow. I've, I've been um, uh, quoting another book, Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. And it's, you know, two mice and two men around abundance of cheese. Uh. And then the cheese is gone and it's the reaction. And, you know, as, as a true colors coach as well, the four personality perspectives and, and where we're looking at people and the dimensions right now, you know, there are people that, oh, okay, all right, I just need to go and discover some more, sniff it out. And another person spinning their tail, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But eventually, well, I got to do something. And then the other kind of give me back my cheese. Who do I sue? Who do I kill? And, you know, those are the third dimensionists and you can't help them if they're unwilling to help themselves. And I think this time of change it is a question of our choice what are we going to do about it to ignite our heart and souls and step into our calling and be a part of the equation that is a solution to the world because that is the invitation out right now and you're there to guide them on their way you're there to let go of what they don't need to carry further with what's holding them back and you're there to shed light on what they are what they have and what are they capable of doing which will propel them forward so why wouldn't they want to move forward Absolutely. It is. We are creating just that world. We've come to have free will. We love yes. the free will thing, right? Yes, yes. And the other thing the record keepers like us to remember is 
same thing with old soul contracts. If you have been married for years to somebody who is stuck in the third dimension, who is upset and angry and just mad at the world, and you're on a spiritual path, well, guess what? That contract becomes null and void because only one of you is doing your right. work. Right. Right. Yes. It becomes important for us to also realize that these are natural processes that that a contract can be complete and just let go of, especially when when you know one is going in one direction and one's going in the other. It's okay to say, you know, I love you. We've had a great life. Goodbye. Maybe we'll come back together at some other point, or maybe not. Maybe yeah. we just—it's time for us. We we're done. It's time for us to move on. Um, to be able to make new choices with yeah. ease and grace and love uh-huh. and compassion and understanding—all of those pieces—so that we can move forward. And it's not a big drama and trauma. Time right. to leave the right the drama. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, um, I took that path, you know, my husband and I most certainly were not on the same path. And, and I realized that during, uh, um, you know, we, he fell in love with my spirit. Um, but then my spirit, he couldn't control or tried to control. And so for a long time, I lost myself completely. Mm-hmm. I went into that big dark cave and, and uh, on the surface, I was still doing all my work. I was still being able to channel for other people, but I was lost for myself. And then it was that journey back out and and realize that you know no you know it's um there's loyalty there's duty but if it's at the cost of oneself then how can i be anything to anyone else if i'm empty i can't help anyone else i need to go on the journey to fortify myself in order to step into my calling to do the work that i'm here to do and that means taking a different journey taking a different path and it's okay as long as you don't do it with malice yes Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So it's a very exciting time. I certainly invite everyone to step into that energy of of excitement and newness and creativity. Oh, gosh. The joy of all of The amount of creativity that is coming out, the amount of innovation, you know, the amount of, of spirit that's been ignited, you know, and, and, and the sense of community, whether it's a local community or a global community, it's just wonderful to see. And if you stop looking at the CNN and their pimple into a volcanic eruption effect and start looking at the people that are out there making a difference, you are going to be inspired and invited to take that path. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. Yes. And it's, I think also um, very hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very hopeful. You know, yeah. Don't just look at the chaos that's going on right now. You have to have that. It's the cleaning out, right? You have to have that. Uh, get rid of what doesn't serve you. Now she said she is booked for the whole of August. So get out there and book her for September. Get on her program for October. Yeah. Don't delay. You can read her books in the meantime so that you are ready for her in September. This isn't a time, you know, as I say, um, actionism is the new activism. Activism is all about talking about it, shouting about it. Actionism is doing something about it. Mm-hmm. And they can read your books, they can book you, they can join up into this course and just take some proactiveness on their own lives and explore where they can go. 
Beautiful. Thank you. Well said. Yes, it really is. That's, that's, we have this gift of extra time. And so it is such a perfect time to learn and to grow and to deepen into your own soul and your own soul's wisdom. And so that would be really one of the things the record keepers are always suggesting. Do what, you know, do what excites you, do what calls you, what, do what you're passionate about. And for many of us, I think it really is deepening on to our spiritual path. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's wonderful to see. Wonderful to see. Wonderful to be a part of. Yes. You know, yes. wonderful to ride that energy. It is just so much more fulfilling, so much lighter, you know, and, and just so, you know, illuminating that it's, you know, why would you not want to? So most certainly. So it's the Akashic knowing.com folks reach out the books are there the books are on amazon all you have to do is put in her name here lisa barnett just spell your name for the people who are just listening love l-i-s-a lisa barnett b-a-r-n-e-t-t so you can go put my name in an amazon and you'll get my my two books and um and i look forward to connecting with everybody and and Traveling across those amazing bridges into the fifth dimension. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. Come on, folks. Uh, and just put it under selfdiscoverymedia.com. Um, Lisa Burnett and her show will come up. You can listen to it uh, on, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on Anchor and various other means as well. Don't forget to share it out. Um, and just please, 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 please be proactive in your own life. Do not sit there going, I do not know where to go. We have somebody here who's going to show you. And she's not going to do it for you. All she's going to do is just clearly you enough so that you can see it for yourself. And when you can see it for yourself, you can make better decisions for yourself. Thank you so much, Lisa. Oh, thank you, Sarah. It's been beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> And remember, folks, we need you. You, you know, what? be selfish. Be selfish in fortifying and, and uh, renewing and, and igniting and illuminating yourself because we need that energy in the world. This is what's going to save this planet, save life on this planet. It's what the universe needs us to because we cannot take the thunder anymore. We need some sunshine. Until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.